Hi, this is Bill Crater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success. Our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is Secrets of Writing a Book for Your Business, and we'll do that in just seven minutes with Pat Iyer. Now, Pat is a consultant, speaker, author, editor, and coach. She's written or edited over 49 of her own books. She delights in assisting people to share their expertise by writing a book. Pat serves entrepreneurs as an editor, a ghostwriter, and producer of online courses. She's a the host of Writing to Get Business podcast, uh, which is broadcast on C-Suite Radio Network, which is the largest business broadcast network in the world, Pat. It is fantastic to have you here with us. Thank you, Bill. Pleasure to talk to you. And your uh, so in my in my intro, I think I know we all know a little bit about who your ideal client is, but give us a little bit more delineation of who exactly fits you best. My ideal client is the business owner or entrepreneur who recognizes the value of writing a book for authority and credibility and visibility and sees this as a way to open up doors to opportunities. Um, they understand that a business book is going to open those doors and they are ready to make the commitment that it takes to write a book. Excellent. And uh, so what is the problem? So they see that image in their mind. What is the problem specifically that you, in fact, solve for them? They have the motivation, but sometimes they lack the knowledge. They know that the book is the end goal, but it seems like such a daunting task. And they are facing the obstacles such as, are they good enough? The imposter syndrome. Do they have enough time? Do they have the knowledge to work their way through? Do they have the commitment? Um, are they worried sometimes that they're going to procrastinate or get caught up in that evil that you might know something about, Bill, the perfectionism? I know it very well. Many business owners have that part of them that makes them feel like they're stalled because what if it's not good enough? And they put in all this effort and then nobody buys the book. Those are the concerns that I commonly here. Well, I would imagine. So uh, thinking about feelings, thinking about emotions, what's going on uh, in our listeners potentially that would give them a, an emotional signal to reach out and talk to you, Pat? They're excited. They see the potential. They don't want to be stalled. Uh, I interviewed a man from my podcast who said that for 15 years he wanted to write a book and he was sitting on a plane listening to an interview of a woman who was envisioning her ideal home in Galveston, Texas. And he listened to that and said, you know what? She can envision that book, that she can envision that home. I've been thinking about this book for 15 years and I've got a conference coming up in 50 days. He got his book written in 50 days in time for this important conference where he could debut the book. So moving on to question number four, and uh, this is, is, is this one. Most business owners, most entrepreneurs, they're sort of hardwired to solve things on their own. So when people set out to, if you will, write a book all by themselves, what are the typical mistakes that they end up making? 
Well, I think it, it, the biggest mistake is what I've alluded to. They do nothing. They get paralyzed by the fear, the procrastination. Oh, I'll do it in the future when it's a better time. And then I think the second big mistake that they make is that they get pulled in by vanity publishers whose objective it is to sign up authors, but it's not their objective to help sell books. And they often see authors as open checkbooks or the feeling that you get when somebody's putting their hand in your pocket and they keep digging deeper and deeper. Um, that is a big trap that I know some individuals have fallen into. And before they know it, they have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and it keeps on going. I'm a nurse in the medical world. We call that the wallet biopsy or passing the green test. Mm -hmm. And vanity publishers are looking for people who can pass those tests. So uh, thinking of all the things, Pat, that people listening to us might do, what's one single action that you would recommend that our listeners take, maybe even to do it today? I think it is to make a commitment to yourself, to think about what you want to accomplish, you know, that begin with the end in mind. If you say, all right, now is the time, you take that journey with the first step. You start a book by identifying who you want to write for, what do you want to cover? And you start developing an outline and then you chip away at it because there is no ideal time, Bill, to start writing a book. There's always some priority, some project, something that pulls you away from that. But you have to say to yourself, this is important to me. I'm going to block off the time. I'm going to do this and I'm going to get started. Okay, Pat, look. I, I, I asked you five questions. So question six is this. I know that you're full of free resources. So can you tell us where you would go, our listeners would go on your website to get their hands on a free resource or two? Absolutely. They would go to my website, which is patire.com, P-A-T-I-Y-E-R.com. I have a number of free reports that are available on the homepage, tools that I've put together, checklists and reports to help you if you are interested in writing a book. And also on my blog, I have episodes of Writing to Get Business podcast, which Bill explained in the beginning, is designed to have interviews of authors who talk about their journey in writing their book and how that changed their lives and how they got through that process. So question number seven, I don't actually have that. So I told you I'd ask you seven, but I only thought of six of them. So what question were you waiting for me to ask you? And then what's the answer to that question, Pat? People often think that they're gonna get rich from their book sales. And that is true if you are a celebrity and you sell millions of copies. However, the vast majority of us are not in that category. What makes you money when you write a business book is the opportunities that it opens for you. The high income opportunities are coaching, consulting, speaking, creating online courses, which you can do from the content of your book, as well as opening and running a membership program. Those five opportunities flow very nicely when you have the content from your book. And you don't know, Bill, when you write that book, what opportunities do come to you. 
my first book, which I published in 1986, led me to be qualified to be a nursing expert witness to testify in nursing malpractice cases. Two years later, I opened up a business supplying expert witnesses to attorneys, and I ran that business for 28 years and sold it. And it made me millions of dollars because I provided attorneys with the service they needed and I billed for the services of my expert witnesses, which meant that every hour they were working, they were generating income from my company and giving them as well valuable training and opportunities. So it's not the book per se, in my experience, that makes the big bucks. It's what you do for your business and how you position that book and the opportunities that flow that give you the true reward financially. Yeah, and that, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, was not philosophy. That was a, that was Pat's own personal story about her success doing what she promised she would teach us about in the last seven minutes. So thanks, Pat. We've loved having you on the show. In closing, focus on a single fact, and that is that businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management, and third, leveraging high-performance teams, be they people inside your company or on the outside. Thanks for listening, Pat. Once again, thanks for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. It's a pleasure. Thank you.